Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We have Harry Douglas in for Key today. What's going HD. on, Harry? What up, baby? What's up, fellas? Why you got the Carolina blue pants on, man? Because we're going to get into a subject later on. I may need them. Okay. I may need them, Jake. Okay. Well, no pun sub- intended. The subject off the top, as you can hear, is Kyler Murray signed <laughs> that monster new deal. But as, as it turns out, he needs to study X number of hours for it, it turns what? out, a week. Or they can void the contract at any time. What? Like... I mean, on the one hand, I know a lot of people are thinking, you know, you give me 40-something million a year, I'll study four hours. That's not a problem. I used to have to study more than that in school for free. But, Jay, this does not sound like it's a – like most athletes think this is a good deal. So, two things, and I'm hot on this. Number one, I think this is an embarrassment for the Arizona Cardinal organization. Say it one more time, Jay. It's an embarrassment for the Cardinal organization. For this to get out – and for that independent study clause to come out. I was talking to two of my boys over the weekend. One works in construction. One is a police officer. Four hours a week of studying film as a stipulation to mandate that you end up getting your $251 million. Like, people out there are struggling, grinding to make ends meet. I know you stated that off the top, Max. But still, people work their asses off day to day. And this is a stipulation that gets out? And that's... Embarrassing number one. Embarrassment number two, HD, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we're on a similar page here. I'm going to invoke the late Kobe Bryant. He told me something one time that really blew my mind. It was everything about life. The more you learn to fall in love with the process of work is the more successful you will be, right? Put in the time. So obviously there's language stipulated in this contract that proves that this dude is not in love with the process to be great. And you reward that with one of the biggest contracts in the history of the NFL? You know what Mike Tyson would say, that Cuss used to say, Cuss D'Amato's original trainer, what intensity is? Doing something you hate like you love it. Come even on, if man. you don't have the love like Kobe had, even if it, you got to do it like you love it. And Max, I'm not mad at the guy getting his money. Get your money, Calamara. I'm never trying to take money out of anybody's pocket. 100%. But at the end of the day... The, the Cardinals, like, hold firm in that. Hold firm in your stance about what standard of excellence you want to have from a leadership position when it comes to your QB, HD. Now, y'all want to know what I define discipline as? Hmm. Doing what has to be done even when you don't want to do it. It's kind of like Tyson in intensity. Yeah. And this being in Kyler Murray's contract, it, it, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing for me being a former athlete that you have a quarterback of the team who's supposed to be one of your leaders and has to be better at it as well, but he's supposed to be one of your leaders and one of your star players on your team and the player that makes everything goes, and you have to put that in the contract. So what that tells me, number one, they know Kyler Murray probably isn't doing what he's supposed to do because let me tell you all about these iPads that we have, right? Um, When I was playing in the NFL, we had a receiver. They didn't look at his iPad for six or seven weeks. You want to know how we knew? 
because the head coach went to the IT department and said his <laughs> iPad hasn't been open in six or seven weeks. So they monitor everything. And I read a report about, okay, it wasn't Cliff Kingsbury or Steen Kahn that wanted this in the contract. It was the owner. Well, let me, let me, let me give you all a little lesson here. Who reports to the owner? <laughs> the head coach and the GM. So obviously it was something that they said that made the owner want to put this in the contract if those reports are true. But for me, it's just sad to see this, man, because it's, it, it shows that, okay, Kyler Murray isn't a hard worker. It shows me that he isn't watching as much. Fi- four hours? A week, I, not a day, I, HD, a week. J. Will, I watch four hours a day. Now, J. Will, and I don't even play football no more. Nerd. Oh, Max, sorry, who said look, that? That's not nice. Amendment B, player is engaged in any other activity that may distract his attention. For example, watching television, playing video games, or browsing the internet while such material is being displayed or played could result in the contract being void. How would they know that? <laughs> uh, you, that iPad. Everything yeah, came- but, how, but if he puts it on, it registers as him studying. How would they know? Because you can see like, what people are actually going to on the iPad. Okay, all right, look. What I mean is you could, put, you could go to something on the I'd iPad. Max, and, 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 Max you know. the New York slick comes out of Max. I'm trying to think of how to get around it. There's well, always look, ways to here, get around let me, it. Let me, tell you, let me tell you my take on this, guys. Number one, from the, from the athlete's point of view and their agents and everything else, it's like, oh, why? You put this in the contract. It's not really a guaranteed contract. What, you can avoid it? For, it's ridiculous, right? Don't give in to the team. Don't do that. From the, from the most people's point of view, it's like, damn, 160 million guaranteed? All I got to do is study four hours a week? That's easy. Let me tell you from Kyler's point of view for a second why I think it's, and, and then from the team's point of view where they made a mistake. From Kyler's point of view, let me tell you why I might sign that if I were him. Number one, if I'm the type who knows, oh, that's no problem, I do that anyway, then no problem, here, I'll sign it because I'm going to do that. It's in me. That's what I do anyway. If I'm the type that doesn't do that, even four hours a week of film study, and I've been just getting by on my natural ability, that's going to be good for me. And, 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 and with the carrot of the $160 million or, or, or the stick of it being voided, I know now the one thing I didn't do, which I need to do, which is study, I'm going to do that now because I'm not going to give up that dough. So either it's no problem for him or it's going to be good for him. That's number one. Now, from the point of view of the team, why put it in there? To my eye... It doesn't look like Kyler's problem is he doesn't know the playbook. And if he doesn't, it doesn't seem to be affecting anything because they're winning all the time when he's healthy and on the field. The problem with the Cardinals, with Kyler, has not been that, he's, that, he, that, that he can't win when he's on the field. The problem's been he can't stay on the field because he's small. Well, Max, and this is a big man sport. And I, and I would disagree with you on your take about the fact it's not the playbook because literally – a couple of years ago, he said, I think I was blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and just see it before it happens, Murray said. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit there and kill myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head, I see so much. But can you break now, down? Can, can you sit there for four hours, if not 20? Well, now, for 168 but, 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 hours but, but, out of the week, all you're asking is for four hours. That's an embarrassment. I, 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 my, let me say this real yeah, quick, yeah, though, yeah, Max. Yeah. When you look at how they finished the season the last two years, finishing one and five, including the playoff uh, game last year. He wore down duty small. But at the same time, the offense didn't look the same either. It was stagnant. It didn't look, it didn't look as fast. When he, but my point is, guys, here, you know what I put in the contract? 
160 million is voided if you're not six foot three. I mean, the problem is he's short. So I would make sure you have to grow at least one inch a year. Like that, if you want to address the problem in the contract, the problem seems to me to be Kyler's size and immaturity, yes, based on what his own teammates say. But he's a little dude, guys. For all the immaturity, if he doesn't study, da 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 da, they're undefeated usually in the first half of the season or something close to it. But Max, you want to see your leader be consistent with habits. I say it to my daughter and my son every day. Champions have championship habits. So let me further read to you what the NYT New York Times profile continued to say. Sometimes when he needs a break, he turns his eyes elsewhere, either to video games or his favorite movie, The Great Gatsby. So all, all I'm saying is... His whenever, favorite movie is I, The Great I, I, Gatsby? Yeah. It's okay. That's, that's, that's By the way, the book, movie. the book is fine. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's good. It's not great. And the movie is good. It's not great. Like, it's his favorite movie? Immediately, I would have questions about this guy. We just had a dude that came on our show six, seven months ago from his team, former player, that kind of called him out on his leadership style, behavior. You see these stipulations in the contract. You hear about this stuff. For him to be rewarded that way, it just it's a bad look overall. And here's my thing, though, Max. If he's doing what he's supposed to do, this is never even in the contract period anyway. If he's watching film the way he's supposed to, if he's studying the way he's supposed to, this never even reached the contract. It never, Look, it never goes in Max, the contract. we're talking about watching four hours of film. Which is uh, you have 168 hours in a week. You remember Mike Vick in his prime? Yeah. Yes. Mike Vick was a phenom in his prime. And he'll tell what? you to this day that he wished he would have done more. Now, exactly. That's where I was going. Mike Vick will tell you he was the last one in, first one out. The opposite of what you want the quarterback to do, right? So... Youth is wasted on the young. Now Mike Vick understands what he wishes he really fully understood back then because he had the curse of the gifted. The reason Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you know, like uh, uh, the, the best of the best or Patrick Mahomes, whoever, are so rare is when you are gifted like that, you, you can slide with the work ethic. So the ones who are gifted and then work as though they don't have any gifts, they're the hardest workers, are the greatest of the greats. And Mike Vick didn't know that at the time fully. He didn't fully understand it. So Kyler is in that position now. The best thing you can do, if you want to keep them to get the good stuff, is maybe what they did, guys, is maybe say, you don't understand this yet fully. We're going to help you do that right now. You want the dough? At least four hours a week. I want to know who leaked it, though. That's, that's my thing. That, that, if that's, you're the Cardinal organization, look. why let that get out? You can't like, let that it. get out. We are presented by Progressive Insurance here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. <laughs> Guys, would a duo of Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum make the Celtics the team to beat in the East? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, HD, Harry Douglas, in for key, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. So, I, I, you know, we, we can't get off this Great Gatsby thing. Well, because it's Kyler Kyler's Murray's favorite, favorite movie. Ha- Let me just say something. I have a confession. What's that? No. Mine is Love Jones. I don't even okay. know what that is. Okay. okay. I, I don't even know what that is. Your favorite movie okay. is played out like an eight track. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. That's better than so better than a great catch. If love you know. isn't a title of the movie, I ain't seen it. That's number one. I know it's love not for Jones me. Is, okay, that's given. You should watch Love Jones. It ain't bad. Yes, Max. It may help you out some. So here's the thing. <laughs> Trying to put you on the game. Here's the thing. The the. There's something called the Western canon, guys. This is like the great works of Western literature, right? The Great Gatsby, insofar as it is even included in the canon, it's really not. But if some people do some schools that teach it in high school or junior high school, it's like an all-star alternate. It didn't get voted on the team. It probably shouldn't be there. But, all right, a couple of guys got hurt. A couple of books were out, and, and here comes the great Gatsby. That's how it's con- perceived among serious scholars, right? Like, it's a, if it's a classic work, it's barely, then it's a kind of a minor one. The green light. Now, now that's the book. Now the movie from that book, which is fine. I saw it. It's, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Is his fa- how, could it, how could anyone watch the great Gatsby and that be their favorite movie? What is your favorite movie? Mm, you know what changed over the years? What I said for years when I was a kid was The Godfather, because that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And then Goodfellas. I love gangster flicks. The right? Godfather's house actually is for rent now in Long Yeah. In Long Island. In huh? Long Island. Yeah. You can rent it out. Fifty dollars a day. Where's Paulie at? I'm like Paulie and Goodfellas. You can call me the Don. Paulie, what's up, baby? Yeah, there he is, Paulie. <laughs> but there's like what's your favorite movie? Uh I would probably when it was a kid kind of growing up, it was probably Gladiator. Okay. Just during college, because yeah. I just loved it. Battle. But now, I mean, I'm training day, man. Mm. I, I love Denzel. I, training day is my joint. Training day is a good flex. My top three. Love my Jones, man. Life, and my man. Ratatouille. 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 Yep. For the kids? No, for Life me. is good. Life is a, life's a sweet movie. <laughs> for yeah. me. Ratatouille? <laughs> yes. 
Why, why I can, Ratatouille? I can, I can watch it a thousand times and like it, it'd be fine. Ratatouille? Ratatouille? I've seen yes. Ratatouille because I got kids. It's fine. It's like I have okay. questions about that. <laughs> Harry, your your movie uh, list is, is a, maybe is worse a, than is a rat that grows up cooking in New York. You're letting yes. a rat cook I your see so food. So damn many every morning I walk up to the studio. <laughs> Well, that's, <laughs> is not. First of all, Jay, I got to get back to Gladiator. Yeah. Gladiator is a formula movie that's like they made the same movie three or four times. The Patriot is Gladiator. Yes, there's one or two others, but it's the same thing. The farmer who's peaceful used to be a warrior. Then they take his family, and now he turns it into a revenge movie. And those always work. Is this not why you're here? Favorite? That's Are you not favorite? entertained? <laughs> Favorite movie? I don't know. I thought I thought Max was going to choose Top Gun. <laughs> I've never seen Top Gun. Ice Man. <laughs> Harry Douglas on our extra segment said that Ratatouille is one what? of his top three favorite yeah. movies. Yes, top three of all the movies in the history of the movies you've seen. I love to cook. I love to cook, guys. Yeah. There is something. There's a lot of other movies around that cooking. Plays a big part in it too. There is something to be Don't said about me. art, whatever, even commercial art for what it worth for what it's worth is is that. When it's your favorite, you're not claiming this is the best. You're saying this is yeah, my favorite. Yeah. favorite. Understood. Right? This, is, this, this talks to me. This is what I like. That's different than saying, let me rank the best movies ever made. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, well, the, top, the top is Love Jones, though. Love Play, Jones. Played out like an A-track. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Don't worry. We're just kicking it. I'll give you an example. <laughs> Gladiator is mine. My favorite rapper is Ghost, right? Okay. I'm not sitting here arguing he's the greatest rapper of all time. I'm saying for me, yeah. that's who I like to listen to But the nobody's most. arguing that he thinks Ratatouille is one right. of the greatest movies of all time. He just now, if someone favorite. said, what's the greatest movie like, of all time to you, what would you say? Love Jones. Love Jones, the best movie ever made. Ever Love made. Jones. Love Jones. See, there's a diff. That's where I look. So I, if someone yeah. said, like, look, Jay-Z is the greatest rapper of all time, I can't argue okay. with that. Right, not my favorite. He's one of my, but not my very number one favorite. But I can see where if you try to make an argument, Greatest he's number movie one. Ever What's I'm trying to help you guys at home, okay? Love Jones. I'm trying to help the viewers, listeners. Love Jones. Watch Love Jones if you need some help in your romantic life. Watch Love Jones. I'm trying to help y'all out, man. Take the help when I'm trying to give it. You know who has a Love Jones for free. Kevin Durant? Or the Boston Celtics. <laughs> your transitions uh, are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, well, I want to talk a little bit of sports. I, once we start talking Ratatouille and Love Jones, I got to get onto sports. Listen, I don't know what happened with HD. Um, so the Celtics are among the teams to engage in talks with the Nets on a KD deal. And if they're willing to move Jalen Brown, then actually when you think about who might offer them the best package, remember when I was saying, why can't the Bulls – put um, DeMar DeRozan in a package if they want a star back. Mm-hmm. But DeMar is in his 30s. Jalen Brown's in his early 20s still. Maybe, what is he, 24, 25? I think 25. I think he's 25. 25 yeah, he's, he's not even maybe yet in his absolute prime. That makes sense as the centerpiece to a deal. And here's something else about Jalen Brown. Two-way wing who played huge when it mattered most. Mm-hmm. I get it as a centerpiece of a package for KD, Jay. Nope. Why not? Not doing it. Why? Don't want to do it. I'm not giving up Jalen Brown. I'm not giving up Marcus Smart. I'm not giving up the heart and soul of my team. And and look. Oh, you're not doing it for you, the Celtics. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving up. Yeah, because Brooklyn is asking for Marcus Smart. What if it was and, not? What if they relented on Marcus Smart, but you but had to give up Jalen Brown? They're not, because they feel like Kevin Durant is, is the best player in the world. What and if, if I'm the Nets, they're not. I'm <laughs> Are you, are you listening to the Jay, hints I, I'm giving I you, underst- Max? I understand. Are you listening to the hints I'm giving you? I understand. Wait, Jay, I know who you, that you hear a lot of things and from very reliable sources. What I'm saying is people's plans and minds can be changed. Okay. 
So what if, I'm asking you, if it was centered on Jalen Brown and draft picks and this one and that one, but no Marcus Smart, would you do it if you were the Nets, or the Celtics, sorry? If I didn't have to give up Marcus Smart? Correct. And it were Jalen Brown, Derek White, and draft picks? Yeah. Probably because I, I'm potentially going to lose Jalen Brown anyway. So Marcus If you Smart- paid attention to what Jalen Brown has said over the last several years, in particular when Isaiah Thomas was let go, he talked a lot about people in the front office wanted us to build the right culture around this team, and then they make a move like this, so I don't trust the culture. And there's been a lot of talk around Jalen Brown in 2024 being a free agent, not wanting to stay there in Boston. So if you're telling me it's Jalen Brown, Derek White, and some draft picks, yes, I'm heavily considering that. But adding Marcus Smart to the mix, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to jeopardize. What has made the last two champions feel so Is this so great? Chris Mannix, guys? Did this you is Jalen Brown. On, on Jalen Brown? No, this is this what Jalen Brown, Brown tweeted, tweeted yesterday. about yesterday. Shake oh, oh Jalen Brown. Who, someone just got my ear and said Chris Mannix. What was that, Shannon? Yeah, but this is what Jalen oh, Brown oh, tweeted oh. yesterday. Jalen Brown's tweet right here is shaking my head, right? So, But here is what Chris Mannix said uh, on NBC Sports Boston yesterday. I don't believe that they're going to go much further than Jalen Brown, some other rotation player, be it Derek White or Grant Williams or Peyton Pritchard, plus draft picks. Draft picks, I think, are, are, are fine. I mean, Brad Stevens has yet to draft as the team president and seemingly has no plans to draft ever again with how he's sort of flipping his draft picks left and right. So the Celtics won't blink at putting draft capital into this deal, but they don't want to include Marcus Smart in his trade package. They don't want to include another player in this trade package. As far as I've been able to ascertain, it's for right now, it's Jalen Brown and little pieces and draft picks, and that's pretty much it. That's my guy, Chris Mannix. Does a great job basketball and boxing, by the way. On this show, Keyshawn J. Willemax, he's of NBC Sports Boston. So, Jay, I hear you. If I were them, I'm bring, I brought in Brogdon. It does make. I know Marcus Smart does a lot, but you do have a guy to start at point guard. Plus, I mean, just the last two teams that have won championships. So Giannis with Chris Middleton wins their first NBA championship like in 50 years for Milwaukee, right? The road to that incredible place for those two and that team was something special. Especially being down 2 0 in the finals. Exactly. Golden State, their core has stayed together, even without Kevin Durant, finds a way to win a championship. They did it the hard way. They didn't take the easy way out. It's true. Everything we've talked about for the past several years with this team that's been to multiple Eastern Conference Finals just came off a world championship opportunity. They've done it the hard way. They built, they've molded it to this point. Now you're telling me you're going to package up the heart and soul? We've said so much of, so much of this run. Jalen Brown's attitude of this team. Marcus Smart was the heart of this team. I'm not then going to let that go in return for Kevin Durant. And I don't know how it's going to affect the way Jason Tatum is even leading the core of this team. The culture then gets reset me, and changes again. Harry, I hear that totally, what Jay just said, because he's not wrong. Even when they threw super teams together at the highest possible level, like the Miami Heat, they went to four. They lost two to the Spurs, who built it the right way the whole time. One to Dallas, one to the Spurs. And, and the Spurs were just as good as the Heat, basically, during, those, during that run. But let me just ask you this right here. Let me ask you this right here. Your roster has Brogdon at the point, Tatum and KD as your forwards, Time Lord as your center. How how you think you're going to do in the East? I like my chances. I like my chances in the East. And 
From KD's perspective, do I want it to happen? No. But from the Boston Celtics perspective, I think it would be good for them because they actually have to get over that hump. We got to remember now the Eastern Conference is not like the Eastern Conference is going to get easier. Chris Middleton is coming back. The Boston Celtics would have never beat the Milwaukee Bucks if Chris Middleton was on that team. It already went to seven games without Chris Middleton. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to be better this year. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a full offseason to be able to be in that system of Doc Rivers, to be able to know each other. And then they added P.J. Tucker, Daniel House Jr., and they added DeAnthony Melton, the guy who can come off the bench and just add instant offense. So they're going to be better. The Cleveland Cavaliers aren't going anywhere. Those young guys are growing and going to get better. The Eastern Conference is going to get tougher. And if you're Brad Stevens, if you're Ime Doka, you're looking at this saying, okay, we did get to the NBA Finals, um, but we didn't win against Steph Curry. If we had this matchup again and we have a guy like Kevin Durant and a Jason Tatum on the court, and that's one thing I love about having Mark Jackson on yesterday is, is I asked him, man, so many people are worried about the bench and, 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 and the role players. When you have a Kevin Durant and you have a Jason Tatum, you can fill in those other spots. Yeah, but because those guys are gonna be getting warm up, wide open jump shots. It's hard because Malcolm Brogdon has a history of foot injuries, and KD so is if he goes down, him. and KD has a history of injuries as well, being at thirty four years old. So I hear what it looks like on paper, but if you're willing to sacrifice your depth, then I put you on the bind. It put you on the bind. It's I, such an I, interesting I, I question. I don't think there's an easy around. solution. I can't pass on no KD. But is he still KD? I don't yeah, mean. He's still KD. What do you I don't mean, wait, 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 wait. I'll tell you what I mean. I don't mean offensively. He's still great, but. He's played how many games? He has not played a full season since the Achilles. So it hasn't really come close to a full season since True the story. Achilles. And he's no longer a great – he became a great defensive player. And now he's a willing defensive player, but not a great one anymore. And he's 34. Like, I, those are real things, as, as amazing as he it's is. It's different when you have a rim protector like Robert Williams, too. That oh, helps it is. That's a good point. <laughs> Say ESPN. All right, so you heard the deal. Would you put Marcus Smart in a deal with Jalen Brown and Kobe White and draft picks for Derek. KD if you're the Celtics? Derek White. Kobe Who'd White I say? For, oh, Kobe, sorry. I said, De- I say Kobe White? So, yeah, yeah, I meant Derek White. Bulls. I meant Derek White. Um, is Tyreek Hill putting unnecessary pressure on Tua and the Dolphins' <sighs> offense? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It has been really quiet of late on the Kevin Durant watch. Woj finally gave us a little nugget. He said the Boston Celtics now are in the mix. That's just like you got mama sweet potato pie. In the pan that somebody cut off and they ate all the pie. It's only a tiny piece. And you taste that pie and you want more. See, the Boston Celtics, they tasted that success. They went to the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant is the whole sweet potato pie. They want all of it. Could bringing Kevin Durant and put us over the top. I think the answers for the Celtics, yes. But of course, at what cost? Cost, what price for Boston? Keyshawn, J. Max, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Jay, you convinced me. The real difference between, say, KD going to Golden State and, if, and this proposed trade to Boston, the reason why Boston shouldn't do it if they still want Marcus Smart, is KD had a ready-made unit in Golden State that he just got airdropped into. They didn't really lose anything they actually needed. Right, you can talk about well, they have a big center in Bogut who they don't have a stop. Right, like free agent, and and, and he was a free agent, and you couldn't play the death lineup with him because he didn't have range and stuff like that. Okay, this would be different. This would not be KD being parachuted into a ready-made situation. Now he's putting them over the top. This would be replacing the ready-made situation with Kevin Durant. You still have a couple of valuable pieces in in Time Lord and 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 uh, Tatum, especially Tatum. But it's not the same thing. Now you are in Brooklyn's position. We hope Brogdon can stay healthy. We hope KD can stay healthy. We hope it all gels. Not in the Boston Celtics position, which is we've built this organically for years and we are ascending as a unit. So I think you're right, Jay. It's a bad deal for Boston. I mean, I I know what it looks like on paper. When you see Kevin Durant added to a Boston Celtics team, you get excited. Um, But at the end of the day, if you're Brad Stevens and you're looking at realistically – you know, do I have to give up the attitude and the heart and soul of my team moving forward, considering we do have injury issues with Brogdon? Even though KD is a prolific talent, we were just in the world championship. And I know Chris Middleton, if you were healthy, they might have been the favorite. They might have won that. But there is a big sense of this feeling amongst all the Boston Celtics players that they do believe that they were the talented team enough to win that championship series against Golden State. Grant Williams even talked about it, where they just don't believe that they were disciplined enough. Well, they part didn't of have the right enough. composure. Yeah. It has to do with experience. Yeah, 100%. Experience. 100%. So, By the way, I, I felt that about the Warriors back in the day. They've gained ex- championship yes. experience. It shows up in crunch time. So i got to ask you a question, Jay. If it was Jalen Brown... Grant Williams and Derek White and draft picks. I do it. Okay, I would do it because I, I would do that in the. I would do that. In other words, you're, what you're not going to do is remove two core pieces. Yes, not removing two, two core. The core of the Celtics, in my opinion, is Tatum and Brown and Smart and and Robert Williams, Time Lord. I think he's part of that core because they're much different when he plays. I'm not giving you two of those pieces. Plus, you can have like, one plus other stuff. I like the attitude that Marcus Smart and KD combined give me. I like the way that rubs off on Jason Tatum, who is the star of this team. Michael, so you, you need somebody to bridge that, right? Because yeah. if KD just comes in with Jason Tatum, 
Jason Tatum's naturally going to defer to Kevin Durant. And Marcus Smart would be the person, no, you don't defer. And KD, I'm sure, would tell him, don't defer. This is your team. You need somebody that can communicate that for go. those two players. Good luck stopping like a team KJ. with uh, KD. This is why it's tantalizing, though. Good luck stopping a team with Tatum and KD. <laughs> <laughs> Michael in Chicago. You're on with Harry Douglas and for Keyshawn. J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Good morning. What up, baby? There's absolutely no way I'm trading any part of the Celtic core for Kevin Durant at 34 years old. Any part of it? To me, me, he looked average against the Celtics, so why would I trade for him? Any part of the core? Yeah, be more specific when you say core. Like, who who exactly are you talking about? Okay, I'm not giving up Tatum. I'm not giving up uh, Brown. I'm not giving up Smart. I'm not giving up Williams. None of them. You're not giving up anything for KD. All right, man. Well, you're not getting KD. So, I so, hear live, you. Live, 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 so, Michael, live. they asked for Jalen Brown, Derek White, draft picks. He's gone, Jay. You're not doing it. Oh, he's gone? KD looked average. Why would I trade for him? So, I mean, look. Well, he didn't that, look that, average. So he just didn't he, like he wasn't average throughout the season. He was pretty <laughs> prolific. But he did look bad in that series. And he looked bad in that series due to the way that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown defended him, and the fact that his coach, Emi Yudoka, for USA Basketball, watched KD train daily and knew his tendencies. Yeah, remember when KD was young, the one thing you could do was deny him the ball. He wasn't physically strong enough. He addressed every weakness in his game at his peak. And I take his peak to mean what the series he got hurt in against Toronto. He, was, he, he had become impossibly great by then. Then the Achilles went. And now he is not the same overall player. He doesn't play as much. He doesn't play at quite as high a level, even on offense, but certainly not on defense. Dog, but, but was Michael saying that he, he, he would take Jalen Brown over Kevin Durant? Like, I, he I said he just wouldn't trade him. He, just he wouldn't, wouldn't trade him. He doesn't want to trade any of the core. Okay. I don't know. I, what was I, that Q-Tip song, hey, Won't hey, Trade? Max, Remember that one? What was, hey, how'd that go? I don't, know if, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I don't think KD is slightly off. I, I think he... Slightly, maybe, right. but he's not as far off as your narrative you just built Offen- around. Jay, Jay, offensively, he is playing at a stupid high level still. If I had to say which offense would I rather have, that KD Max, or this KD, I'll take that KD. Max, defensively, he's still pretty damn good. No, bro. I totally disagree. Defensively, KD is willing. That's awesome. Max. He's willing to take on the well, toughest assignment. He's not Sometimes as effective as he used to be. Sometimes you a product of your environment. So I, I Nobody need, in Brooklyn I, play defense. I, I, need, I, I need Max to you break down film for me. Because every okay. film I've broken down, KD's not far off from where he was defensively. But you, don't come see, out you, here, keep no. saying, you keep saying not far I'm off. Not, Is he as well, good? Well, he's... I mean, he's, still, he's, I think, he's more than serviceable. I agree he's with that. way more than serviceable. I agree with that. He's more you, than you serviceable. You build it up like he's dropped he off had defensively. Be- because people, I don't think you're holding in your mind how great he had become as an overall player at the end with the Warriors before the Achilles went. The two parts of his game that I was like, like, you know, for example, I'll talk about Giannis. If his, to me, the big thing with Giannis more than his shot is his handles. If his handles were 15% better, let's say, it's over. Like, you know, now we're talking about Michael Jordan territory. For KD, to me, the two things that made it like, oh, my God, what are we seeing here? Because the offense was always ridiculous. But, were, was, but Max, was the defense oh and the God. passing Max, he's, at Golden State. Those two parts of his game you know, went to absurd what, new levels. What clouds that sometimes is that the, boss, the Brooklyn Nets was so horrible defensively as a team. So sometimes that's that could point. be clouded. Thank you, man. And There's no way, Draymond last, Green on that yeah, team. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Let's not, let's not look at this in a vacuum here, man. I know we get coming off the way things ended. But, I mean, it was only last year when he went head-to-head with Giannis and dropped that 50-point. 
people were like so pro- oh he's incredible he's incredible he's a and like and now all of a sudden it's like well I'm just saying they may have dropped off it's not it don't work that way well um, what I'm saying is this don't work Jay. That way. what I'm saying not is this me. what did they say Jay oh he dropped off he's not the same <laughs> what I'm saying is this I'm like, what, I point dude, out what are you talking about Jay I'm the one who points out constantly on this show on this just in wherever I, about when KD's the subject of KD comes up that last time he was seen before this year in the playoffs. He came within a, 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 a hair of beating the eventual champions by himself. Is he that much of a different player now that people are sleeping on him like that? But even that player, Jay, to me, wasn't quite the same as the one pre-Achilles. And of we're course, now, that was his first year back off the Achilles. But, we're, but what's, <laughs> what's going to limit the fact that usually – I hear that too. When you first get back, it really takes two years. One year to get back, was one year, year to get back to what where you were. was last year? But that's mitigated a bit by the fact that he's also passed in his. It's going into his mid thirties. So as oh. he's coming back off injury, he's also aging. I I, I understand what you're saying. Because if you're telling me he could work. be the KD that we saw in Golden State, I'll give you the deal for whatever you want for KD. If you're telling me it's the same dude, I'll, I'll give want, you whatever you want for. Him. Obviously, there's history of injury. Is there's that the only thing? Yes, in my opinion. <laughs> you, tall in Knoxville. <laughs> You're on with Keyshawn, yes. J. Will, and Max, HD, in for Key today. So what's going on, fellas? Good morning. Hey, Max, I see you still ain't learned your lesson. About Tell what now? From this from the clip. Me, personally, I'm trading Jason Tatum, not Jalen Brown. I'm trading Jason Tatum, Derek White, not Marcus Smart, and somebody else. But I'm not trading Jalen uh, uh, Brown. I'm trading Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, see, this turns that's, into, a, that's a dicey situation. This turns into the argument, though. I mean, this, <laughs> this turns into you will have a set of people that ride and die with Jalen Brown. They, they, this is always – it's split, right? I, I get that Jason Tatum is a prolific scorer, and his defense has gone up a notch, especially this year in the playoffs, and it's received recognition. But Jalen Brown has always been that dude in the trenches – that has felt disrespected. And that's a different energy he plays with. And he was their best player in the NBA Finals and throughout the playoffs. Jalen Brown is a little more limited. What Jalen Brown is, is to me is this. He's not just a 3 and D guy. He's more than that. But he's like the ultimate 3 and D guy. Right, because he's three and D plus. By the way, Clay Thompson is three and D plus because he shoots out of this world, can defend, and he can get to certain spots that a lot of spot up guys can't get to. So I'm not calling Jalen Brown just three and D. I get it, but Tatum gives you more dynamism offensively. I think he has more upside. Yeah, right. Jalen Brown. Yeah, I agree with you yeah. on that. Just more. So I agree with you on that. So all the attitude and the defense and everything from Jalen Brown is great, and he was the best player in the finals. I wonder about guys like this, Jay, I wanna, and Harry, too. There are some guys who are dead-end players, and by that, I, I know it sounds insulting, but I always the, the analogy I use is you go to McDonald's when you're a kid. They put that little kid's menu in front of you, and there's a maze. Right, and you do with the pen. You think you're on the right track, and it gets you all the way almost to the end, but you run into a dead end. What's the difference really between that and coming to a dead end early? There's a right path to get to the championship, right? To get to to finish that. And there are some guys, and I wonder if Marcus Smart fits into this category or Jimmy Butler. And I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan, as you know. They're just good enough and tough enough, and will and and they have a strong enough will to 
to get you almost to the promised land. But ultimately, when you get there, there's a more talented opponent that they come up against. So, so like, well, uh, can they be well, a part of a championship team? Yes, I Max, think. Max. But you can't be over... They can't be too big a piece of the championship team if they're offensive if their offensive game is not advanced enough if it's not uh multi-dimensional enough first of all jimmy butler needs another running mate like that that yes that, but a guy better than him probably well, tyler Her- or I, I, guy I, I, at the same level tyler so, hero was nowhere to be found in the playoffs agreed or, by the way okay or, or bam at a bayou in the finals. or bam so like that's i i would never call jimmy butler a dead-end player nor out of and as, a, jimmy, as a but as a jimmy I, is different than marcus smart but I wouldn't call Marcus Smart a dead-end player either. But what, but what you have to fit, factor into the equation. Yes, if you had an unlimited budget, you could keep adding pieces, whatever. But given what a guy's going to get paid, what kind of role he has in the offense, how big a presence he is on the team, that's what I mean. Could he be, if you had other pieces, of course Marcus Smart and Jimmy Butler could be on a championship team. They could be a nice piece of it. But if they're too big a piece of what you're trying to do, can you still win a championship compared to a well, guy? Well, how is Marcus Smart too big of a piece? What, what do you, I, don't, I don't understand what you mean by that. Yeah, you he, said even he, on this team right you here, said he going plays to, a distinctive role. Yeah, he, he's a major piece on this team. Is it too big of a piece to win a championship on this team? Maybe. You said going into the play to the uh, series of the Warriors, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a good point. You convinced me of it. That, in fact, he was the most important player on either team. Mm -hmm. Because not only was he tasked with chasing Steph Curry around, but then he has to run the offense and he has to keep the ball moving. He has to make the right play. So he has to play high basketball IQ point guard Mm -hmm. while trying to stop the most unstoppable three-point shooter who ever lived who can get to any spot he wants. Now, one of the reasons they didn't win is he couldn't do that well enough, uh-huh. right? Like, and, and so the question is, can he? In the, because you're always going to go up against a Steph but, Curry or someone like that once you get to the finals. But that's why you bring in a guy that was six-man on the Milwaukee Bucks team and Malcolm Brogdon that comes off the bench that gives you a higher basketball IQ and it doesn't limit the role of Marcus Smart. So you think the Celtics can win a championship as is and you would not add KD? I would not add KD for the package of Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown plus Derek White and draft picks. I'm not sacrificing the depth of my team for that. Jalen Brown, Derek White, and draft picks you would do? Yes. Cortez in Atlanta. You're on with Harry Douglas. Jay Will and Max here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. I listen to your show every day uh, when I'm trucking across America, so I'm very proud of you guys how far the show has come. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, Yes, I would absolutely trade um, Jalen Brown along with Marcus Smart. Max, you're dead on with, with Smart being a dead-end player. He has a high defensive IQ, but as we saw in the finals, he does not make a lot of good uh, decisions with the ball offensively. He's turnover-prone, and Going I personally think college, he's an offensive player. He's, an offense, he's a so, defensive player, but he's inconsistent offensively. I trade him, I trade Jalen Brown, and I trade whoever else they want for for Kevin Durant. So one thing that I think you're missing, my brother, is who's the leader of your team? And and that that was a question I'll ask every Boston Celtics fan or basketball fan. Who leads this team? Who communicates? Who talks? Who says, no, Max, get your ass in the huddle. HD, you're not carrying your weight. Nobody else in this team really talks. Watch them play. Go sit. Let's call Brian Scalabrini. Let's call Emi Doka. Let's talk about who leads vocally around this team. The closer you get to the Celtics, and people have to pay attention to this, the closer you get to them, the more emphasis there is on Marcus Smart. The closer you get to to the court, 
from farther away, there seems to be less emphasis. But the closer you get, the more you hear people like Jay saying, this is what Marcus Smart, he is indispensable. And you have to pay attention to that because the people who are closest to it think the most of him. That, that tells you something. The more information you have, the more you think of him. Jay, I think that some people from a different vantage point will say yes, but maybe those people close up aren't seeing the forest for the trees. That's what mm. I mean by dead end player. When you get up and you see all those things he does, you, you can't imagine what life would be without him. When you step back, there's more than one, ways to, one way to do it. And given what just happened in the finals, maybe people feel differently. But I will say this, and obviously you, you see it when – they have a young team, right? Mm-hmm. And you do need a player or two that can rally the troops, that can, you know, call out this guy. And we've seen Marcus Smart do that on multiple occasions. When he is the heart and soul of that team, and I've been through it football-wise, Jay, I'm pretty sure you've been through it. When you Me get too. rid of certain pieces and certain Max. veterans, <laughs> Max oh, is crazy. What? When you get rid of certain people on your team and certain veterans, it's a knockout punch, though. It's a knockout punch. And you don't know how a Jason Tatum is going to react to it. You don't know how a Robert Williams is going to react to it. Well, you know you what you're a- saying, Harry? It's no longer the same team. You now, have, so- you now have a different team, and, you, and, it's, and, and it's an unknown. You don't know how, how it's going to all work together. I agree. This is a team. If you deal everything for KD, just a new team. You're, put, you're starting from scratch with a lot of talent, but it's not the same thing. So we had Jason Tatum on. Remember that conversation, yeah. Max? And I said, Jay, who leads the team? He's like, well, it's collective, you know? Like, and you could tell, okay, like Jason Tatum, he leads in his own way on the play on the court, right? So if you take Marcus Smart, you take Jalen Brown out, like KD, have we seen KD lead a team? No. We haven't seen that in OKC with his play, right? But not verbally constructing, hey, you over here, you over there, come over here, hard moments. So then I asked, like, who becomes that? Is that Malcolm Brogdon? Like, I think Malcolm Brogdon is a good leader, but it's his first year on this team who is just ha- – it, 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 just you remove that key cog. That's a huge loss. You're, start, you're, you're creating a new team. A new dynamic. New team. You're, you lost, you're losing your starting point guard. You're losing your starting shooting guards. But you're starting wing player. You're lo- losing your backup point guard. You, you're, it's a, and, and the starting Defensive point guard is the leader of the, the team. Yeah. <laughs> the two best defenders on the team, both two of the three. Yeah. So what should Boston be willing to include for KD? The road to the rematch is on as Bantamweight champ Juliana Pena and former champ Amanda Nunez go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. All right, so we were going to get to it, but this basketball conversation took over. We're going to have to get to Tyreek Hill's comments, guys, coming up on Tua Tagovailoa and his accuracy. Jay and Harry have things you're not going to want to miss on this topic. You know Plus, it's a stretch when you say two is full last name. Mike McCarthy is tired of talking about his job security. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.